Welcome to the MetPro Method Podcast. I am your host, Crystal O'Keefe. Today, I am joined by MetPro coach Kat Ramirez, and we will be discussing ways to continue your exercise journey while also dealing with an injury. Kat, thank you so much for joining today. Thanks so much for having me, Crystal. I feel like maybe we need to kind of start with why it might be important for someone to continue exercising, even if they are injured. So injuries can be many things. They can look like a lot of different things. For instance, something that might be considered injury, and this is a huge pet peeve of mine because it is not injury, is after giving birth to a child or like postpartum period. Secondly, we've got like a true injury. Like you were out playing soccer with your kids, you went left, your ankle went right, like (laughs) something bad happened, right? (laughs) Also something to consider is like, you have surgery, you're coming back from surgery or something that has been like a nagging thing for a long time. Like in your glory days, something occurred and now your knees are just more susceptible to aches and pains and things like that. In those ways, you're going to treat them differently. But across the board, it is important to maintain a physical activity and exercise. And we'll get to what does exercise mean, right? We'll like put it into context. But it's important because that's an important part of the recovery process. No one ever got better by just doing absolutely nothing. Otherwise, there wouldn't be such things as physical therapy, right? So exercising can look like many, many different things. For instance, postpartum exercise can look like breathing exercises, right? To strengthen our diaphragm and our transverse abdomen and have everything come together and integrate again. Maybe exercise post-surgery can look like working cross-body systems. And what I mean by that is this, your injury was on your, let's say, left shoulder is where you had like an injury and some surgery. Okay. Well, our body wants to even out across the center of our body. So left shoulder, right hip. So doing work around that right hip to strengthen everything along with obviously your core work. And then maybe it looks like physical therapy on this arm, but utilizing some weight on this arm, as long as your core is strong enough to keep you in a steady and sturdy position, right? So something like that. If it is like a long-standing nagging condition, there's no like actual injury there anymore. It's just something that bothers you. Maybe treatment or work around it looks like properly warming it up and cooling it down or prehab stuff. Like, you know, it's finicky, you know, it's going to be finicky. You know, you've got to treat like whatever that is, like it's a hundred year old body as opposed to a 30 year old body. Right. So things like that. And then when people are like, I injured myself and so I cannot do this anymore. Okay. We can look at it like maybe modifying something to meet the injury is going to be appropriate. Obviously, with clearance from your doctor and medical professionals, right? This is actually one of my favorites. When people are like, I can no longer squat (laughs) ever again. I can never squat again. And I'm just like, dang, (laughs) then (laughs) never sit down to eat, never go to the bathroom, never get in and out of your car and make sure you never drop anything because you are going to be in a world of hurt. Like, (laughs) I can never squat again. (laughs) Right? 
And I understand like what they're saying, like, well, I can never squat again. Okay, great. Maybe you're not going to back squat 300 pounds or with any weight. Fine. I understand that. Right. But we should at least be able to move our body in the planes it was meant to move in. Right. And one of those huge ways that it was meant to move in is squatting down, getting stuff out of your car, picking up your kids, sitting in your chair, you know, at work again, using the bathroom. Like, I mean, we need to do that stuff. Right. So being able to adjust or modify movement to keep us healthy and functional is so, so important. And you have to think about, I tell my ladies this all the time. Think about like, especially my moms, like, okay, think about this. You've got your purse. You've got your diaper bag. You've got your kid, maybe two kids. You've got your groceries and then like your beverage that you're trying to bring in from the car in one trip, right? right like right. how many times have you been there? Right. Yeah. So think about how much that weighs. And then that should give you like a good idea of like, well, what is a weight that I should be working towards or feel comfortable utilizing, right? It doesn't need to be 200 pounds all the time. So you kind of back up and think you don't have to start where you want to end. You can kind of start at a lower weight to get yourself acclimated to the movement. 100% or with zero weight. And the other thing is too, is just like there are many, many movements to service kind of the same area. For instance, let's use squats, right? okay, well, I can never squat again. Let's just say that's true. You can never squat again. Well, let's look at what we're working when we squat. Most of the time, it's going to be real quad heavy when we squat in life, like when we're squatting in life. Okay. If you're doing a powerlifting squat, that's going to be more of your glutes and hamstrings and hip strength. But in normal life, think about picking your groceries up from the ground, getting something off the floor, in and out of your car. It's more quad heavy. Okay. And then obviously like your hip strength and your core strength. So you don't just like flop over onto your face. Right. Right. So things that we can do that are going to intentionally strengthen those parts of the body that are not squats, hip thrusts, we can use kneeling squats. We can do like quarter squats to something that's elevated. We can do little like med ball tosses, right? Where we're still activating that hip. We can do kettlebell swings. We can do for core work, right? Where we can do like all of the planking, the side planks, the hollow body stuff. I don't like to throw in crunches too often because most of the time the crunching motion is like for aesthetics, like realistically, it's not like super functional. The twisting motions like for your core, great. Rotational stuff is great. All those things that are going to serve you throughout your life. You need to turn to get something, right? You need to turn to pick up your kid and bring them back to your lap. Things like that. If you fall down to the ground, you need to know how to get back up off the ground, how to get onto all fours comfortably, and then how to utilize those core muscles to help yourself come to a kneeling position and then a lunge position and then stand all the way up. We want to think about things that are going to serve you and carry you throughout the rest of your life. 
Okay. So you're kind of coming at this conversation from a mobility standpoint, which makes perfect sense. Would you include that same mobility conversation if somebody, let's say, broke an ankle and they're recovering? Would you kind of go through the same types of things or would you think about this approach differently? So something like that, yes, mobility is going to be huge. We don't want that ankle to freeze up. We don't want it to heal in one position and then you can never like move it again, right? So mobility is always going to be key. We're humans. We are mobile beings. We need to be able to move. Now, mobility, a lot of times people are like, oh, mobility, stretching, rolling, stuff like that. Not necessarily, right? We want to be able to utilize the movement patterns that are necessary for life and find ways to strengthen those movement patterns. So ankle things. Well, our ankle sits like this. You want to be able to come up into an elevated position and then back down, right? So we can do that without putting pressure by sitting on the ground and mimicking those motions by using bands, by using manual resistance from somebody, and then working our way up to putting body weight onto it and doing movements in that way. We also want to make sure that we're not just strengthening in one way, front to back, right? So our ankle is a mobile joint. You can move your foot around like that. So we need to address the lateral stability of that ankle. So again, utilizing manual manipulation with a physical therapist, band work, no band work, just being able to lift your ankle and move it side to side. And then once you progress to a standing position and able to put body weight on it, then utilizing those lateral movements to strengthen in that way. And so if a person is injured, however they're injured, the first thing you mentioned was get your doctor's clearance before you're doing anything. And then once you kind of have that to start moving and you start, you want your goal. I want to do the mobility. I want to get back to wherever I was before. Let's say you're not familiar with all those different planes of motions for the body parts. Where's a good place to start? Great question. So always get clearance from your doctor first. And then a great place to start is physical therapy, especially if it's a significant injury or you're coming back postpartum. Physical therapy is not something that is thrown out there regularly as a part of a regular postpartum visit. And I don't know why. Yeah. I don't Um, think I've ever heard that. I don't think I've ever heard anybody suggest that. I have no idea why. It's the wildest thing to me. (laughs) Yes. Females are made to carry babies and make children. However, that doesn't mean that it is easy, right? Or easy on your body. I went from being a world ranked Olympic lifter to getting pregnant and coming out of that pregnancy, it was very shocking to me. And and I was in a good place, but still there were certain things that were very shocking to me at how weak I was. On top of that, I ultimately had to have a C-section with my son after labor didn't go the way I wanted it to go. And so somebody is cutting into your body and cutting the muscles apart. So having those heal back together is quite a journey. I was so taken aback by the lack of communication around like, this is what's going to happen after the C-section and you won't be able to do this. And even somebody who has been in the fitness industry, as long as myself, right? 23 years, even somebody who was a world ranked Olympic lifter, I'm like, 
oh yeah, I guess I wouldn't be able to just sit up, huh? Like, but it was still very shocking to me. I was like, why can't I do this? Like, (laughs) so it's important that a conversation that you're advocating for yourself, first of all, but that the conversation should always come back around to PT. If you've sustained any injury at all, or been through a surgery or your postpartum physical therapy, people like go to physical therapy, yeah. <laughs> at least for a little bit, it will help. Yeah. Right? And if, I guess so, if, if people don't know if their insurance covers that or how to access that, the first thing they should do is talk to their regular doctor first to kind of get pointed in the right direction yeah. to understand where they should go from there. Right. So if you have a significant injury, I hope that you're seeing a doctor, right? If you're having a baby, I hope that you're seeing a medical professional. Maybe it's a midwife or whatever, but you can ask them. You can also just call your insurance. I do it all the time. My son has cerebral palsy. I call all the time. We move a lot. And so I'm just like, hi, we've moved. And I just need to know how we're going to get this started. And this is where we're going and tell me what I can expect. And they tell me everything. So you can just call your insurance company and ask for that. You can also ask the physical therapy place. They usually are pretty good about letting you know what your insurance covers and what it doesn't cover, right? Okay. And then you can create a plan that works for you. So physical therapist is great. If you are injured, I would start there. If there's an actual injury, right? A medical professional, if there's an actual injury, I would not go to a trainer unless they have a physical therapy background or something to that extent in which they could properly assess an injury, right? Um, And then once you've gotten, once you've been cleared by physical therapy and your doctor to resume normal activity, then go see a qualified coach or a performance coach or a trainer and work with them for a while because you only know what you know, right? So maybe it's just not even on your radar to understand like what movement might be for a certain plane And you're not going to get that except from a professional. So I would absolutely go to a reputable gym or studio or ask a physical therapist, say, hey, I'd like to resume normal activity or training. This is my sport. My coach doesn't have experience with this specific injury. Is there somebody or a place here that you could refer me to? that I could go and maybe do like a 10 pack of sessions just so that I can start on my way to getting stronger again. So Kat, I'm curious, when is it, if we have people listening who are MetPro concierge clients, when would it be appropriate for them to go to their coach and say, hey, I've had this injury. Well, I mean, assuming they'd already know about the injury. When is it appropriate for me to work with you? How do I do that? 100%. I'm glad you asked. So I want to strike on two points with this. First of all, the very, very, very best thing you can do if you are injured or having to take a step back from physical activity or sport is to stay on top of your nutrition. A hundred percent. The saying abs are made in the kitchen is not just for aesthetic reasons. If you are on top of your nutrition and working with your MetPro coach, utilizing the nutritious food that we promote and that's in the app and the combinations, the glycemic loading that's going to promote like a healthy hormone balance, that is going to 100% help to expedite that recovery. On top of that, it's really going to help you from 
taking backward steps even more. So a lot of my female clients coming back from having children, even if they're like athletes, like used to really training hard. First thing I'm always like, just get on top of your nutrition. You'll be so surprised at how quickly you'll come back from this. You'll be so surprised at the movement you can make just aesthetically and like to feel better. You'll see all of that happen with just dialing in your nutrition. So that's the first thing. Secondly, once you've been cleared by your medical professional to move on to normal body weight activity or weight bearing activity, your MetPro concierge coach can absolutely help you discern which workouts are going to be best for whatever your target area is or an overall whole body approach. And the other thing with that is we actually have a great series. It's under the specialty programming and it's a posture series. And just oh, doing the posture series. And these are workouts huge. in the app, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So cool. these are available to our concierge clients as well as our basic clients. But your concierge coach can help you find the correct posture series that's going to help you heal, keep your body in alignment. And it's also pretty challenging. I did them. I had three babies back to back. And then I had to have major abdominal surgery. Then a heck of a few years. But anyway, just staying on my nutrition and doing the posture series was huge. Wow. Um, Helped me so much. And then of course, you're going to lose a little bit of strength, but your coach can gear some workouts towards what you need to accomplish in order to come back or direct you to like, okay, I want you to do this specific cadence for the week endurance, strength, isolation, whatever it is, they can work with you to come up with a personalized plan that will address whatever you're going through. Okay, that's perfect. So you kind of have medical professional, physical therapy, and then you're working with your met pro coach. So this is kind of the general gist. So that's how to start. And how do you know when you're ready to progress to the next level? Like, how do you know, okay, I'm feeling not a hundred percent, but I'm feeling mm-hmm. really good. How do you know you're ready to move forward? I think that a lot of that is going to be if you're already cleared and you feel like you can push things a little bit more. I think that a lot of that is just going to be by feel. Are you still experiencing pain? What does your recovery look like? Are you doing a workout and then you're sore for like six days after that, right? That's not normal. Sure. So things like that will be good indicators as to whether or not you're ready to progress and just being patient. I mean, so many people go by the like more is better philosophy and sometimes more is just more. So you can make some really significant strides with not very much and just being consistent, pushing weight. If you're somebody that's like, well, how do I know when to increase weight? Again, having like a goal weight in mind, what is a good number that I should, you know, my kid weighs 25 pounds. I got to pick up my kid. 25 pounds is maybe what I'm working towards maybe, or I regularly have to pick up my 60 pound dog. Okay. 60 pounds. Let's have that be the goal. And then just working a linear progression to meet that goal. And what I mean by that is week one, maybe you're starting with three pounds, week two, eight pounds, and being able to hit those reps and sets successfully. And again, without experiencing unnatural soreness, that's like out of the ordinary or pain. 
And do you feel like there's anything we missed today? Anything else that people at home listening should consider regarding injuries? I get a lot of questions from people with injury for two different things. First of all, well, I'm injured, so I should decrease my calories because I'm not moving around as much, oh, right? Yeah. No, oh. that's not the answer. No. Okay. First of all, we work on metabolic rehab. That's what we do. We rehab your metabolism to get to a healthy place so that you can manipulate it, whether you're trying to gain weight or lose weight or maintain weight. And when you decrease your intake, you're naturally asking your body to slow down that metabolism. Well, if we are upping our metabolism, we've got more going on in our body. So we can also say that we are helping to expedite that healing process, right? So we want to make sure that we are still adequately fueling our metabolism. Now, that could look like two different things. That can look like a maintenance plan in which you have an adequate amount of carbohydrates, fat, and protein. It can also look like doing repair cycles so that we are asking your metabolism to do more. Of course, your coach is always going to be the person that is going to work with you to determine what's best for you. And of course, your concierge coach is always going to take a look at things and be like, we're putting on some weight here and it's not leveling out. Like your metabolism isn't responding like I would like it to. So we're going to change course in this way, right? Secondly, I get a lot of questions around, should I take supplements to mm -hmm. help with healing? I... I'm not a huge advocate of supplementation, contrary to what a lot of people think. A lot of people are like, oh, you're in weightlifting. You probably like do a lot of supplements. I do not. I am a huge advocate of whole food fueling. Unless there's something wrong with you, like you have an actual condition to where you cannot process and absorb nutrients, you're going to get those nutrients if you're eating correctly. If you're eating your vegetables, if you're eating your fruits, if you're eating your protein, and if you're eating your carbohydrates. So there's really not a need to supplement. Now, your coach might decide, hey, I want to put you on a little bit higher protein and a little bit higher fat during this time. And that might be something that your coach determines is appropriate for you. But you don't need to take something to help with the healing. Your body will heal itself. That's what we're meant to do as long as you are a healthy person. And again, there's no underlying condition or comorbidity, right? And if that is a concern, people should probably just check with their doctor. Like if they're... If 100%. They're, yeah. Okay. Okay. That makes and that's perfect how sense. You, and, and that's how you'll know. Check with your doctor. Don't take it upon yourself to do a mail away kit. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> I always tell people I'm like a nice balance of like a little granola and then, you know, Western medicine. And I'm not the mom that's like, oh, something happened to my kid. Let's go straight to the doctor. I mean, a doctor is a doctor for a reason. And they are a medical professional. They have to do lots of schooling and residencies and specialty work and all kinds of things. They've got the experience with it. That doesn't mean that you shouldn't get a second opinion if you feel like you need to. But they are the professional, just like you wouldn't call your buddy and be like, Hey, man, I think I've got a toothache. Why don't you come on over and fix it for right. me? Because, you know, <laughs> you're pretty handy with pliers. That's probably all you need, right? Like, like you want to go to a professional. So 
Yes, go see the medical professional necessary for what you're experiencing and then create your team, your support team, which includes your Met Pro coach. Okay, very, very good advice. Wonderful. I appreciate all of the different tips. Thank you so much for your time today, Kat. Can you give people your email address to reach out to you if they have any questions? Absolutely. You can reach me at Kat, that's C-A-T, at metpro.co. So no M at the end. And you can absolutely email me with any questions and I will either answer them or direct you to the correct person. Perfect. Well, listeners, that is all for this week. You can find the MetPro Method episodes anywhere you get podcasts or you can go to metpro.co slash podcast. Please be sure to follow the show and rate and review. Let's other people know what they can expect from the show. You can also learn more about MetPro at metpro.co. I am your host, Crystal O'Keefe, and I will be back next week. Until then, remember, consistency is key. Mm-hmm.